Hey everyone, Brian Bogner and Greg Towner here. And of course, it is time for our monthly 20-minute market breakdown. All right, this is what we're going to talk about. Uh, just dive a little deeper into some things that we're seeing here in the market and discuss and things like that. We always like to start this podcast, though, uh, with uh, just a story of what we're seeing and experience out there uh, in the world and in our daily lives. Uh, I'll go ahead and go first, Greg, if that's okay. Sure. Mine's yeah. really not market related. Uh, I just came off a week of vacation last week and hmm. uh, I, we, I did one of my bucket life trips that I've always wanted to do. I rafted down the Colorado River through the Grand Canyon and we camped alongside the river. But, but I, I got to tell you, man, the thing that I saw that just was, was kind of a game changer for me is every night we slept on these cots and we would just look up at the stars and I fell asleep every night just looking at the stars. And wow. it really just got me thinking about like when I go to sleep at home, you know, I've got a iPad or I'm checking my phone. Or I'm looking at this. I got screen time and all this right. other stuff and this and that and this and that. But we had no cell phone coverage out there, no Wi-Fi, no nothing. Right. So all that stuff was just packed away. Um, and you're just laying there watching the show. You're watching meter showers and satellites. Anyway, it was just amazing. And it was really it just helped me kind of resettle, reset on some things and um anyway so anyway i that's that's all i got to share i don't have anything market related here or economy related but uh but coming off that it was just truly 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 epic so what do you got for us today that was great when you were talking about the stars i thought you were going to say you came back and decided to switch careers to become an astronaut or, or something like that but i'll tell you what when great. there's no light pollution there is a show going on above us and it's yeah. it's you know you can just sit there and watch it. I mean, we saw the Milky Way every night. Uh, it was it was pretty amazing. Yeah. Well, you know, I had an opportunity to travel recently as well. My wife and I went up to visit some family in upstate New York and had a couple of kind of business-related takeaways, actually. You know, on the drive up there, mostly up I-95, we passed several of those, you know, those large RV sales businesses. You know, mm -hmm, they sell mm -hmm. anything from little trailers to mm -hmm. Class Bs to the monster ones. From what I could see, their inventory was overflowing. Wow. I mean, every parking lot was filled. One of them used, was using side streets to park inventory. So I think, you know, that, that business took off during the pandemic when everybody got out and traveled. And I think maybe they kept building for continuation of that. And, and maybe that slowed down. But obviously, that was just, you know, a few different spots that I saw. But if you're in the business for an RV, there's a chance you might have some inventory up by 95 a little ways. Wow. But, you know, another big one is, uh, you know, speaking with some family, I talked with a cousin who's worked in the live entertainment business for probably several decades now, you know, managing concerts, small to mid-sized venues. And in his region in central western New York, he said this is by far the busiest summer he has ever seen in his yeah. probably 30 or so years in the business. Yeah. So I don't think that's surprising based on things we've seen and read, but it's still right. interesting to hear people are getting and out there. And still, like here we are after Labor Day, and it's still happening. I mean, I mean, from my trip, I flew into Vegas and out of Vegas. Of course, flights were full both times. Um, spent, you know, flew the uh, overnighter back, so we had a couple hours of kill in Vegas. Everything was packed out, packed, packed, packed. People everywhere. So, you know, I mean, as we transition here to talk about the market-related stuff, people are still, you know, they're still out and about. They're still out and about, right. they're still spending money, they're still, they're wanting experiences, whether that's vacations, whether that's concerts, whether that's uh, eating out, whether that's gambling, like I was in Vegas, they are out and about. And, um, 
you know, so it, it's really a difficult environment. It's an interesting environment we're in right now, you know, and the question that we keep getting is, you know, well, well, should we be bullish here or should we be bearish here? Right. I mean, the market's kind of going down. There's a lot of negative headlines and things like that. So which is it? You know, are we you know, what, what, how, how should we be positioned here in this environment? You know, and let's let's talk about the reasons why you might be bullish or bearish. And I'm, I'm taking this right from our monthly viewpoint uh, comes out uh, beginning of the month. Uh, if you're on our email uh, list, you get this. Uh, please read it. It's it's quick. It's easy read, but there's a lot of great information in here. But so let's review. Why would you be bullish right now in this environment? Well, we talked about negative headlines, right? The investor sentiment is negative. There's a lot of negative news out there, which tends to be a bullish sign. It's, it's actually a positive for the markets. Uh, the consumer is better positioned. Again, people are out just like we're talking about. They're out spending money. Yeah. They're out doing things. Um, their balance sheets are actually in pretty decent shape, believe it or not. Um, job market, right, is also a big part of that, right? You know, we're not seeing wholesale layoffs in, in industries or things like that. Uh, of course, gas prices are coming down. That's helping. Corporate earnings are still healthy. So there's still some good things to be bullish. Why would you be bearish here? Well, we still have this war going on, right, in Ukraine, and that's causing a lot of issues there in Europe right now. The Fed, right, we hear about don't fight the Fed. Well, what's the Fed doing? They're tightening, right? They're, they're not easing. Inflation is still high. Now, we believe it's peaked. We don't think it's going to get higher here in the United States, but it's still high. Um, stock prices, of course, are weak. Uh, we, you know, they've gone down. Uh, strong dollar is also having a negative effect, especially on large international corporations. And then the housing market's starting to slow. So there's some reasons to be bearish. So, you know, I've just made two convincing reasons, right, <laughs> on each side here. Should you be bearish? Should you be bullish, right? Which leads me to say, maybe the question is not, should we be bearish or should we be bullish? But maybe the question really is, what is your time frame? What are you trying to accomplish here? And how much time do you have to do it? So Greg, talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah, I mean, you could argue time frame is probably always the better question, but particularly right now and during times of volatility like we're incurring right now, and a lot of people are bearish and a lot of people are focusing on, on the negatives. So what is the time frame? But then you got to drill down even further. So I mean, we can mean a couple of different things when we speak about time frame. So let's first just talk about the market itself. You know, if you're talking about time frame, let's start with a very short term. You know, there's some things in the seasonality that investors look at. You know, certain months tend to do well, certain periods of the year. You know, we don't put a lot of weight in something like that. It's more of something of interest. But we happen to be right now in the September, early October period, a weak seasonal period. You know, maybe the market is already factor that in with the week period we recently had, but you could certainly see in this very short term volatility continue. But as we start to look out a little bit more, you know, I've looked at some data that shows markets quite strong in the couple of weeks leading into midterm election periods and then quite strong coming out of them. So of course, mm -hmm. you know, this time could be different. We know how that goes, uh, but potentially shorter term volatility leading into a little bit of strength. But really when we're talking about time frame, we're looking out further, right, Ryan? I mean, yeah. we don't care so much about the next few weeks or few months. We know historically, you're talking about bullish versus bearish, it pays to be bullish longer term, right? I mean, people go into work every day to try to better themselves and their families and ultimately better their businesses and their corporations that they're part of and their corporations are growing, their stocks ultimately grow, the economy grows, et cetera. So, you know, we think from a market perspective, shorter term, certainly could be more volatility. 
But as you look out longer term, um, there's always opportunities for investors to keep putting money into the market, dollar cost averaging, take advantage of pullbacks. Exactly. And we're, we're in a pullback here and, and we're still, you know, I mean, even though, you know, there's been a lot of negative and things like that, we're still only right at this 20% decline, you know? And I think if we look historically, I mean, where we are today, um, you know, regular corrections have been kind of in, in and around this, this area. So, so yeah, what is your time frame? Okay. And in most people that are listening to this right now, and I don't, even if you're a retiree, most people have a longer term time frame. And we tend to look at long, I mean, and this is like 10 years plus is what I'm talking about. And I, and I like to ask right. people, do you think the market is going to be higher or lower five years from now? Oh, yeah, yeah, we could go either way. Okay. What about 10 years from now? Oh yeah. It's like, you're going to be higher 10 years from now. Okay. Well then, well then if you think it's going to be higher 10 years from now, you know, what, what are we doing here? Okay. Um, uh, you know, are we using this as an opportunity or are we running for the Hills? So, you know, a lot of times retirees think, well, I just need to hunker down and I need to put my money, you know, under the mattress and hope for the best. And that's not always the best, um, the best thing either. So, so instead of answering the question bearish, bullish, I think we really need to be looking at what is your time frame and how should we manage around that? Right. I think as we drill down to it even more is not just the individual and their overall time frame, but specific pots of their money, so to speak. I mean, maybe they have some money that needs to be short-term focused and they should be defensive of that money, whether they're retirees and they need money for you know payments or just somebody that has an upcoming bill. I mean, money market rates are getting better right now. You can right. actually be productive with that short-term money and then invest with a longer-term bullish view with your longer-term money and worry less about that volatility. So individual timeframes, not just market timeframes. Yeah. And I think a lot of times investors can get into this thing where they think it's just all or none. Like, well, then, you know, I, yeah. I, I got to do this with all my money or some of my money, you know, where no, actually that you've got that you've got different buckets within your portfolio or within your assets that we can, you know, we can allocate based on these conditions and, and based on their goals and things like that. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, as long as we're on the topic of time frame, let's, let's talk about something we've talked about a little bit in the past, you know, the, the, the next 10 years, right? They're probably right. going to look different than the last 10. We've actually said this for a couple of years now. You know, a lot of the things we've been right on, of course, not all of them, but the two big things that I think we're already starting to see is interest rates and inflation, right? right. Interest rates and inflation were low for a long time. You can go back more than 10 years, probably. Um, but we think we're already seeing, honestly, that is differing right now. Interest rates are up, obviously. Inflation is up. It's a different world. It's a it's a completely different world. You're absolutely right. And you know what worked? What worked over the last ten years is not going to work over the next ten years. And I am I, I feel more and more confident about that uh, each and every day. And I think the reason why we're seeing a lot of this volatility right now, quite honestly, is that is that this change is taking place, right? And exactly. you know, things just don't boom change on a dive. Some things change quick, right? Inflation came pretty pretty hard and pretty right. fast. But other things, it just takes time. For things to 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 turn over, and you know, let's be honest, most you know most portfolios out there, at least that we see, I mean, not ours, but most out there have been you know high growth, big tech type sure. uh, overweights, and 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 everyone's been high five, and like you know, yeah, that's what was that was the place to be there. Well, guess what? If you're sitting there right now, it's a completely different story. 
Um, you know, and I would, you know, so it's, it's, we are in a different world. There is no doubt about it. And either you or your advisor, obviously, if you invest with us here at Parallel, we are, we are, we have, and, and, and continue or make some changes and, and, are rebalancing and reallocating and things like that to reflect that. But you need to make sure uh, that that is happening right now. And, and you're using this to, to do that because if not um, you know, we, we like to say it's not how much money you make, it's how much you keep. And you know, you could be up big one year and you're riding high and then you don't do anything in the next year, you could give most of it right back up. You yeah. see it all the time. Yeah, definitely. You know, when we're talking time frame, we're talking investment discipline, investment process, and financial planning. I mean, that the bigger picture, not just everybody likes to, you know, what's a hot stock or what's, you know, what what what's the the cool thing to invest in now. I mean, really need to take a step back and more broaden your view on things. Well, good. So we've talked about the bullish and bearish. We've talked about, um, you know, really the, the the correct question we need to be talking about is what's your time frame and how can we, you know, what what how do you need to manage around that necessarily? Then should I be all in or out or or, or, or along those lines there? So, so with that, let's uh, why don't we pivot here a little bit, uh, Greg? Sure. I know we 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 usually uh, uh, like to close these. Uh, uh, episodes out with just some recommendations. Uh, why don't you, uh, why don't you start and, and I'll follow. Yeah. Well, I mean, since we're doing a podcast here, I thought I'd recommend another podcast, not, not quite as new as ours, but fairly new. Uh, it's called plain English. It's by a popular writer journalist named Derek Thompson. And it's good because it covers, you know, a variety of kind of mainstream topics that are hitting right now. He brings on usually one or two guests that are experts in that area, and he tries to, in a pretty short podcast, maybe 30 minutes, uh, really dig into what is going on with it. You know, some of them are, are, you know, hot topics, political topics, you know, student loans, recessions, teacher shortages. Those are some of the more recent ones, but he doesn't do it in a political way. He's literally trying to educate people. He does his best to not take a stand or try to have an opinion. Uh, it, it's, I find it educational and able to learn in a way without, you know, much bias involved. So a plain English podcast, I would suggest people to check out. And my other suggestion, I'm going to kind of double down on what I was talking about a little bit ago and add on to it. You know, corrections that we're seeing now in the broader market, even if you get into bear markets, you know, a lot of people get afraid of them. I understand that. But try to view them as opportunities. I mean, right, if you go to the store, you love to see a bargain that you can buy. We don't see many of those these days with inflation. Right. Everybody loves to get a good price for something. I mean, think back to the financial crisis, 08, 09. I mean, I know that volatility was hard to deal with. I mean, I was I was co-managing about a billion dollars in assets at that time. So I know the volatility that was going on. But what came out of that was one of the greatest opportunities of this generation. Now, mm -hmm. I don't know if we're going to have an opportunity like that, you know, or, you know, anytime soon. But there's different levels of opportunity. So if you can, try to view corrections, market sell-offs as opportunities and not just something to be afraid of. Yeah. And it's one of the reasons, too, why, you know, I do have clients that a lot of times call me like, well, why do we have cash in the portfolio? Well, <laughs> because, you know, we, we don't know what's always going to happen. It's always good to have a little bit of cash in there because you never know when you can pick something up. Uh, you know, right. for cheap. And if you don't have that cash and you're fully invested, it ain't going to happen. So, yeah. um, 
So that's good. And, and, I, and let me tell you, when Greg, when Greg recommends a podcast, I, I would uh, take that uh, with, with very good, uh, as a very high recommendation there, because Greg, Greg listens to a lot of podcasts. He's always digging and getting more information. And uh, uh, he, he really does have some really good stuff there. So, well, I got two things here. Uh, the first, of course, you know, is kind of just following up from my Grand Canyon trip. Uh, my recommendation is go visit a national park. We have just an absolute amazing uh, thing of national parks here in the United States. And, and there, and I go, I, I usually go to at least one a year. Um, usually I'm, I'm multiple, multiple a year. Uh, and I, a lot of times I go out West cause that's where a lot of the really cool ones are, but there's some great ones here. I mean, Smoky national parks right in our backyard uh, here in South Carolina. Um, you've got, you've got, just going up the East coast, you've got them as well, but go to a national park. They're, they're, they're a national park for a reason. Okay. And, um, and there's in season and out of season. I always like to go out of season to a national park. Now, granted, I was just at grand Canyon in season and it reminded me why I like to go out of season. Uh, there's a lot less people there. Uh, and there's just amazing, amazing things to see. And the only thing that keeps you from going to a national park is you got to schedule the time to go, just do it. Uh, you obviously got to get there, um, but getting in and out there's typically, it's not that expensive, uh, uh, to do that. And they're just pretty amazing. So, uh, if you need any advice on national parks, I'd be happy to, to share, just shoot me an email and I'm happy to share all my experiences and things like that. And my last recommendation is this, we've been talking about timeframes. We've been talking about, you know, being bullish or should you be bearish here and what you should do. And, but I, I think it's just, you know, I really want to hammer the point in that, we're in a new environment and it's a new world now in, when it comes to investing. And if you don't invest with us and you invest with someone else, and I would say, go to them and say, what are, what are you doing? How are you repositioned? How are you handling this? What's going on? Help me understand. If you don't get the answers you like, give us a call. We'll be happy to help you because we're certainly doing those things and making sure that, you know, that we are positioned in this new environment and new world that we're in. As always, you can call us email us you know how to reach us um greg it's always good seeing you and everyone thanks, thanks so much thanks so much for listening today and we will see you next month